Hey listeners, welcome back to Real Talk with Simply Tour, where we have real, raw, and sometimes uncomfortable conversations around working while maintaining our mental health or lack thereof. I'm your host, Tora White, and today we have with you the wonderful Shanika Haynes. How are you, Shanika? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing good. So a little bit about Shanika. Shanika is a human service um, board certified practitioner and a certified relationship and life coach. She works with individuals, couples, colleagues, etc. to guide conversations to achieve their goals. If you're interested in learning more about what a relationship and life coach is and what Shanika does, you can visit Shanika's website at www.shanikascoaching.com or visit her Instagram page at goodlife underscore RLC. Shanika is also a resident of Buncombe County and um, Asheville native. So again, welcome Shanika. I'm excited to have you here with us. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. So listeners, if you remember, we've had Shanika on the show before um, in her official role. And remind me what that is that um, you are still working with. Is it um, Mayhack? No? Yes, that's correct. So my official role, I work at Mayhack, which is Mountain Area Health Education Center. I am the Student Services Director for the Masters of Public Health Program. And I also teach community health worker classes at AB Tech Community College. Yes. And so I remember when we had you on before, we talked a lot about the community health worker program and listeners feel free to go back um, to our podcast and be able to listen to that show. But today we're going to focus on Shanika's new business. Yes. Super exciting. So I know personally, like helping people has always been something that you've done and wanted to do. That is correct. Helping has always been my passion. Right. So tell me, what made you decide to become a certified relationship and life coach? Um. So it, honestly, the ideas came into my mind when we got shut down when the pandemic started. And mm-hmm. um, I looked into it and some of the trainings that I found were thousands of dollars. And I got discouraged. I was like, I'm not going to do this. Um, because with with my education as a as a master's graduate and becoming a life coach, I said that's that's all I would need. I, I don't want to be a full on therapist, but I became discouraged and I let my my dreams and goals kind of fall by the wayside. And earlier this year, I said I am so ready to. I'm helping people now, but I'm ready to start helping people in the way that I truly want to help them. So I looked again to find training to become a relationship and life coach. And I found some programs that were very affordable. So in my spare time, I took the training online and became a certified uh, relationship and life coach. And I'm so happy that I have taken that step because it was still uh, something on my mind where I was doubting myself because I was like, there's no way that I can afford this training. Like, there's got to be a catch. Are you really sure that you want to do this? But um, helping has always been my passion. And so I'm just, I'm so ready to embark on this new journey. Mm-hmm. And so 
Let's dive into that a little bit more. So how with relationship and life coaching, um, what what services are you able to provide to people? Or do you have like an ideal client that you want to work with? I wouldn't say that I have an ideal client that I want to work with because I feel like I'm putting future clients in a box. And I know that one size does not fit all. Um, mm-hmm. So what I would say is that um, for anyone that is that is interested, um, they can come to me so that I can help them achieve their goals, help them get unstuck, if you will. And a lot of times people think of relationship coaching as someone that they're in a a partner relationship, an intimate relationship with. And it's not always the case. It can be a colleague. It can be a relationship with a friend. And so helping to break down those barriers, open up lines of communication, and ultimately figure out what those goals are so that they can meet those and use those uh, tools and resources in their future so that they don't consistently have to seek out a life coach to live their life. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's good that you brought that up because I do think there is this idea that relationship coaching means that a person has to be in an intimate relationship with someone, right? And a lot of times we don't think about the fact that every single day that we encounter people, we're building a relationship with them. Whether it's a good or a bad one, we're building it. Whether it's parenting, whatever it is, there's a relationship there, right? And so specifically for entrepreneurs, I think it's really important that we tend to get the help when it comes to building relationships because that's all entrepreneurship is. Yes. You know, (laughs) it's like that, that is the consistent thing in entrepreneurship. You, you cannot have a successful business if you do not know how to build relationships. That is so true. So can you give us like a little bit of insight on like, let's say I'm an entrepreneur and I'm coming to you what would be like some of the things to kind of like if people are fearful of reaching out or fearful Mm -hmm. of what relationship coaching or life coaching means, can you just help ease some of those fears with kind of giving me what, what are the like basic things that we would do together? Yeah. So I know that it can be scary coming into something new. Like it's, it's that instant, like I'm doing this, but it's that buyer's remorse. Like, oh my gosh, I did, I signed up for this thing. I paid for this thing. And now I don't think I want to do it. And that is a normal reaction to have. And so if you're new to this or, or wary about coming into this, the first thing that I'm going to do is have like um, an intake form so that I can learn more about you, who you are, what your goals are, what you want to accomplish, things you've tried in the past, because I want to get to know you. And I don't want it to be one of those things that we just have our first session and then you're telling me everything about about you. I want to learn about you before we meet. And once we once I look over that form and we have our first session together, we're going to dive into some of those things that you've outlined in your intake forms. And based on what your needs are and what your goals are, I'll have a plan for you or the couple or you know, however many people are in that session, these are the next steps. And so I have some tools and resources that are allocated for each type of coaching that I'm doing. And 
there's going to be some homework. So it's not going to be one of those things that you come to the session and then everything is all well and then you come back. So no, when you leave the session, you're going to have some homework to do so that you are instilling these new norms into your life so that after three weeks or so, you know, they say it takes that amount of time to create a new habit. This will become a habit for you. And so that it is something that you can take with you throughout your life. <clears throat> um, and so there are lots of resources. And then I'm available to the clients in between sessions. So it's not one of those things that if they have questions or concerns that I'm only available during the time that I meet with them, I am available during um, regular business hours if there are questions and concerns or anything that I can help them with in the interim until we meet again. Um, but in the beginning, it is some hand-holding so that I can help you. It's not something that you're just going to jump off the, the diving board into the deep end by yourself for the first time. I will not set anyone up for failure. That is not yeah. all. <laughs> right. And I think you you brought up a good point in the beginning when you said that a lot of people are hesitant because of investment. And I think it's very important that people understand in order to do better, you have to be willing to invest in yourself. And investment is not always monetary, right? It's Correct. time and it's work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's the yeah. ability to be able to have someone hold you accountable and you receive that accountability. Yes. Yes. And that is very challenging for some people to to have that accountability. Um, believe it or not, I have worked with so many adults that have such a hard time taking accountability. And and just because even if there is a monetary piece to it, there's still the after piece to it. It's like, how much am I investing in myself? And you hear a lot, or at least I've heard it a lot, that you can't pour from an empty cup. And mm -hmm. what I've come across is so many people are, are trying to pour from empty cups and are having a hard time, like, why am I not getting results or why is nothing changing? And it's like, well, what are you receiving? Because you're pouring nothing out of a cup. And now it's time to replenish that cup. But if you right. don't at least your time into it, you're never going to be able to pour anything out of that cup except for air. Right. And so, you know, just going with when people think about, I mean, I mean, we can look on Instagram, we can look on TikTok is still a big thing right now, Facebook. And a lot of times we hear people who who complain about where the whether it's therapy, coaching, um, couples therapy, you know, whatever it is that is a help resource. Mm -hmm. A lot of times you hear people complain. They're like, I paid all this money and this person went in and they didn't fix anything. Mm. I want to give you the opportunity to kind of really talk about what it means to fix things. Because I think people have this misconception that therapy or any type of help work is microwavable. Where you just go in, sit, get their things and then everything is changed. And they don't always understand that, no, you get out what you put in. And if you said you send them homework, homework, if they come and it's not homework done, that's, you know, like, yes, <laughs> you didn't do the work. Yeah, exactly. You simply did not do the work. So can you like dive into that a little bit? Or if you've had any experiences where you you've had to push 
a client, whether in your business or in every day, like your nine to five, if you've had to push a client to understand that, no, this, this process is yours and you have to do the work in order to receive the result. Yes. You know what? I'm so happy you said that. So a lot of times people think that showing up to that session, whether it's coaching, therapy, whatever, they think that that's enough to fix the problem. And because they think that's enough to fix the problem, they're looking for instant results. And it doesn't work that way. You have to put in the work. So if you're in, in therapy and your therapist says, hey, I think what will help with your mental health or your depression is for you to get out and take a 20 minute walk every day instead of spending four hours on your phone, spend three hours on your phone or whatever the case may be. And you don't do any of those things and you continue those those habits you're not going to get the results that you want. And so when you're committing to coaching, therapy, or whatever it is, you have to fully commit. You can't say, well, I'm going to you know, do 75%. And I'll say that I'm, I am preaching to the choir. I'm preaching to myself because I, this is something that I had to learn that, oh, okay, I showed up to see my therapist. And yes, while all the things that we talked about were great, if I'm not taking those tools and resources that they provided for me outside of the session, I am not going to get better. And ultimately, <laughs> really and truly, I'm going to continue to pour money into their business because I'm looking for them, looking to them to help me when I'm not utilizing all of my resources and tools that are right there in front of me. So if you're going to go to therapy or coaching or whatever, you have to give it 100%. So if you get sent home with homework to do and you're supposed to come back to the next session with that homework complete, you have to do that. If you come back and that homework isn't complete, you're saying, okay, right now myself or my, my issue is not a priority. And the only way that, you know, you can get a pass on that is like if you have like a, an emergency or, you know, some kind of event that, that, um, made it uh, made it unlikely for you to get it complete. Other than that, there's no reason. And if you're not going to be committed to putting yourself first, you need to take a moment and look at yourself and say, I'm not ready for this. And let me come back when I am ready to give myself 100%. Mm -hmm. And I think that again goes to that self-accountability. I've been working a program um, with the Sheriff's Department and one of the things that we've really been honing in on is self-awareness mm-hmm. and the ability to to be honest about how you show up in spaces. And so that that's a good point that you brought up talking about, hey, I need to be honest. Am I willing to do this work? Because people don't realize, especially when you have money, it's mm-hmm. nothing to give money, right? It, mm-hmm. it, it, it Think about how many times when we have food at home, but we still go to the restaurant. Oh, gosh. <laughs> We're, spending the money a lot of times is not the issue. Mm-hmm. The issue is the work it takes oh. and the ability to be honest about the process. And I think that is a lot of the issues that arise when, when you're working with individuals because... Um, there can be a thought process while I'm paying you. So one, you should be agreeing with me, but two, Mm -hmm. 
it, it you know, we, we do it at my pace or we do it at, uh, I'm paying you. So you should be able to just do this. I should be able to come here leaving. It's fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, and we miss the mark of everything else. So with that, thinking about how you also have to maintain your own mental wellness in this process, are you very intentional about the clients that you choose to take on? I am intentional. So I do encourage individuals that are interested in um, relationship or life coaching to schedule a consultation with me. And by the way, consultations are free. It does say that it's 15 minutes, a 15 minute free consultation. If we happen to go over 15 minutes, you know, by a little bit, that is fine. It's still going to be free. And so when we have that consultation, it does allow me to not get into a deep dive into what the goals and issues are, but it does give me a basis of what the potential client is looking for. And that will allow me to know if this is something that I can, if I can take them on as a client or if I need to refer them elsewhere. And um, one thing that I consistently highlight is that coaching is not therapy. It is mm-hmm. not therapy. It is not therapy. It is not therapy. And I say that because many individuals think that, you know, they can meet, get some of the things that they need out of coaching that they would in therapy. And that is not the case. And if, if I think that you need a therapist, I will refer you to a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is a good reason for me to have the consultation or if I've previously spoken with someone um, prior to uh, scheduling their initial session. Mm-hmm. So tell me this, um, how how did going through this process of becoming a certified relationship and life coach, had, uh, how did that process help you in your nine to five job? You know what? I was already doing some coaching, believe it or not. And so um, it, to me, it's what aided in me deciding to go ahead and get the formal training to become um, a relationship and life coach. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's, it's one of those things that with years of experience, you kind of pick up on, but it's not like the, the formal training that you would need. And so once I realized like, Hey, I am doing this in my, in my nine to five job, let me go ahead and take the formal training, become educated and knowledgeable about it. And then, um, make it a business. And so once I realized that I was already doing this, it it really just made sense to branch off and 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 make this a real thing that I'm getting paid to do essentially. Mm-hmm. Now, what about, cause you're married. So <laughs> how has it been like, do, do you feel like it's been easy to take the learnings that you have and apply it to your own relationships? Or has it been a little more difficult? I can say, like, for me, for instance, a lot of times I have to to be intentional about switching those hats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be told, like, hey, I'm not one of your clients. You know, like, just, and that, that doesn't mean just, like, in my marriage, but even when I'm talking to, like, family members, where I realize I'm always trying to dive a little deeper and trying to understand where they are. Like, if I hear, oh, I'm good, and I'm like, mm but I'm picking up on other stuff that tells me you're not. And so, right. <laughs> you know, like, it's hard yes. for me to take that hat off. 
It can be hard to take that hat off. <laughs> so for for me, I, I do try to switch those hats and, and it is not always easier. It's not as easy said it said and done. Um and I will say that sometimes we're our hardest um critics. Mm-hmm. So um what I'll say is that if I do want to try something that I'm thinking about trying with clients, I will ask my husband, hey, can we can we have a mock session? I want I have this new tool resource that I want to try. Can I do that with you? So that he doesn't feel like I'm just constantly like he's constantly my client and or my my family and friends, like, hey, I have this new tool or resource. Do you mind if I try this with you? versus just automatically doing it. So I, I do try to ask for permission. Sometimes I pick up on things and I'm like, hey, I see that. <laughs> right? I see that. And and I do catch myself sometimes. And, and so kind of managing and balancing and taking off one hat for the other is easier said than done. And then sometimes you just have to. It's like right now, I am going to be a mom and a wife and not your coach whatsoever. And, mm-hmm. and it, you know, but I catch myself from time to time. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm telling you, because I, I, I'll be quick to say what I hear you saying is. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. Well, um, so tell the listeners how to get in touch with you. So if anyone is interested in learning more about me, my business, um, how to schedule a session, you can go to my website, which is shanikascoaching.com, or you can visit my Instagram page, goodlife underscore RLC, which stands for Good Life Relationship and Life Coaching. Um, and I look forward to potentially new clients. <laughs> awesome. Well, that is the end of today's show. Shanika, I want to thank you again for speaking with me. And um, just diving a little bit more into this, I think that uh, in the future, it'll be something that we talk about even more, just because I think people need to know what resources are out there for them to to become better thems. Um, to my listeners, as always, you can find me at simplytour.com or at bizradio.us. Until next time. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.